5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, happy Thursday, everybody, and uh, hope you're getting ready towards the end of the week. And as we do that, we've got a couple of readings today that we're going to be using from, you know, kind of that list of Advent readings. They have daily readings um, all over the place, and uh, hopefully you've been able to find one. Um, like I said uh, before, uh, Tabor, we've got use of uh, uh, Lutheran Hour Ministries uh, Advent devotion, and uh, that one's good too. Um, so today we're going to go over three readings, not not extensively, of course, because it would take much longer than we usually take. But if we start off in Isaiah. Now, Isaiah the prophet is uh, the prophet that's probably most well known for its prophecies, Isaiah's prophecies of the Messiah. And <clears throat> so there's a lot there with the prophet. Um, that you would point back to. A lot of people go to Isaiah when you're considering things of Christmas, Advent, right? And uh, so it's it's a good place to go to, but it, we're not going to go to the particular um, places that you normally would go to. But Isaiah chapter 12, 2 to 6, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord... The Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. With joy you draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. So this starts off really, and I, lots of joy, right? I mean, and I think it's it's the reason why I want to kind of balance some of the other stuff, because it does start off this way, but it, it's, it was funny how, you know, the, some of the other readings that we'll, we'll touch on here don't have that same glorious, like, lifting up and praising um, the name of God. There is some other moments of calling to repentance, and this is also another major theme of Advent. Yes, we always praise God. Um, Isaiah here is starting us off with that direction. Hey, everybody, give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. So he's calling us to be a witness once again to that. But now we get to the second reading from Amos, and, and this is chapter 6, and he starts off with a woe. Right, and the woe, as I have understood it in uh, both its context and the original languages, was like death to. Right, I mean, so a woe wasn't just like whoa, like that, or you know, I mean, like woe sound doesn't sound as strong, but like woe when you were bringing a woe, like when Jesus brought the woes to the Pharisees, those were saying this is going to bring you death. Right, so this is where balancing it is is good. Woe to you who are complacent, and to you who feel secure, you notable men of foremost nation to whom the people of Israel come. 
And then we kind of go a little bit further down. He said, you put off the day of disaster and bring near a reign of terror. You lie on beds adorned with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lambs and fattened calves. You strum away on your harps like David and improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotions. But you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. (laughs) Right? And it's not done yet. Verse 8, the sovereign Lord has sworn by himself, the Lord God Almighty declares, I abhor the pride of Jacob and detest his fortresses. I will deliver up the city and everything in it. So this is a call, a woe, right? Um, And this is the reason why I talk about the season of Advent also being one in which there are should be also moments of repentance. And this is similar to the season of Lent, but there, I mean, there are moments in the calendar, the church year, that are bigger than others, right? We always live a life of repentance here when I say that. But we're also saying in these seasons, there's a call. And we hear it through the text today. Like it's like, hey, uh, you know, some of these might hit hit a little bit, you know, uh, close to home. Complacent, right? Um, notable men believing that they are the foremost nation. Yeah, <laughs> USA first, right? Um, you know, and then what do you think? Like people who are lounging on their couches, dining on choice lambs, fattened calves, right? You, like everything. You know, consumption, consumption, consumption. And that's a moment that we need to look at ourselves and say, yeah, this probably needs to switch. Which is then, you can talk about the third reading, is then Paul in uh, in the New Testament is talking to the church in Corinth. This is the second letter, so 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And this is everyone's favorite subject, which is, as Paul talks about, giving. And he's there kind of laying out then saying, all right, so what is that, uh, that, that, that Paul can testify to them and talk about that, yes, they shouldn't just, you know, give because they are forced into it. Um, verse 8 there, I am not commanding you. But I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake has become poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. So here's the other part is that we look at this season not only of repentance, but we also look at it as we have to look outside of ourselves for the sake of others. Now, this is a hard part because what we have to look at then is saying, how do we take a look at this not only as a season of getting, but a season of giving? How do we look at this and say there are people who are living in extreme poverty and, uh, and we have things that we can give and we give with grateful and generous hearts to people? This is a call. And this is something that we should be weighing out. 
because we shouldn't just be trying to consume, 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 but it's also time to be able to repent and say, God, what is it that you'd call us to? All right, that's a little bit longer than we normally go, but I wanted to be able to show you that balance today of these three readings that I feel like are like, hey, let's bring joy, the name of God to be praised, but there's also that call to repentance, and then there's that call of sanctification. How do we now live this out? So apply that to your own life, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.